The talk at practice Monday wasn't just about what the Jazz was missing in Game 3, but who the Bulls were missing the day after. Dennis Rodman, once again, was nowhere to be found. What is it like true that Dennis wasn't at practice today? That's true. Is that an excuse, Dan? No, it's not. What, what's, what transpired? I don't know. He's not here. One of the highlights of the final episode of The Last Dance was Dennis Rodman taking off between games three and four of the 98 NBA Finals. The Bulls were up two to one. He took a detour um, from playing with the Bulls to become a wrestler with Hulk Hogan. And by the way, big dog, I just love the way you threw Malone around like a diss track. You just beat a bomb, bomb. Then Rodman missed practice and a mandatory media session because he flew to a WCW Monday Night Nitro event to meet Hulk Hogan. And Hulk joins us now. Good morning, Hulk. How are you? Hey, brother. You're on the right side of the fence already because my father's name was Pete. I love that. So you and that. I are good, brother. You and I are good. Man, Hulk, you have to walk me through this because, number one, I love seeing you in the final episode of The Last Dance. But I remember all of that, how it went down, but we forgot over the years. Well, the, the quick setup was a buddy of mine that was from Detroit, Michigan, and, you know, he did uh, prototypes for Lee Iacocca and Chrysler, stuff like that. Okay. Like the Prowler and the K-Car and all this stuff. He oh, yeah. moved to Newport Beach. He, he moved to Newport Beach. All of a sudden, Rodman's in Newport Beach, and my buddy Tony Carlini did cars and Harleys and motorcycles and all kind of really exotic stuff. And somehow or another, Tony Carlini and his son TJ became good friends with Dennis. You know, and Tony was like my best friend, you know, out in California. Okay. And we, we, we've been friends forever. We had family members that knew each other. It was, it was just a weird situation. It was a great situation. That's how I first met Dennis. Okay, and then Rodman was on my ass about wrestling all the time, asking me about it, asking me about it. And so finally I said, look, here's a couple events we got coming up. Here's some stuff we could do. And Dennis goes, let's do it now. And I'm like, well, it'll take me a couple of months to, you know, with Eric Bischoff and the other guys that, that run the company to get it set up and get it booked and make it right. So we set it up right away. And I had no idea Chicago was going to be in the finals. You know what I'm saying? A couple of months out. <laughs> right. So, you know, we're, we got all these battle plans, this, that, and the other. And, you know, we went ahead and went through the game plan. And Dennis just was dying to get in the ring, you know. And so we brought him down. We got him in the ring. And I was hey, bro, what about practice? You know, he goes, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And the truth is, he is good. <laughs> Even like the announcer said the other night, who needs practice? You know, after, after Rodman kept grabbing all those rebounds. But, yeah, he just fell in love with the wrestling, man. And he was in that. And the one thing about Dennis some people, because he might be a little quiet sometimes or might you know, be thinking through things, he's brilliant. If you ever get to know him, his train of thought, his theory, oh, yeah. the way he looks at things, he is brilliant. I, I did a TV show with him. He's brilliant. But what most people don't realize is when he's down and he's kind of looking, he's out thinking everybody, and he's calculating, man. He's, he's, and when that red light comes on, forget it, brother. He's there. Well, Hulk, nowhere in the history of professional sports has an athlete left the team to attend another event during the finals of a championship nowhere else dude he could have got he could have got hurt really bad yes i mean you know like i mean i've had 10 back surgeries two knee replacements two hip replacements i can go on forever (laughs) he got in that ring brother and it was like he's a novice in that your body is not used to that type of punishment i've had mma fighters i've had people come over 
thinking that their bodies would hold up. That ring will beat your body up worse than another man will. Well, hold. You know, because we, we wrestle every night. Right, and you're used to it. But tell me about, as the NBA Finals are approaching, you're thinking to yourself, there's no way Dennis is going to be able to show up. What was plan B? Because no, bro, I knew he'd be there. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew Dennis really well. When he said he was going to do it, I knew he was going to do it. So we're going to catch hell for, for you missing practice. And Dennis goes, don't worry, I'll be fine. And the truth is, bro, He's such a good athlete. He was. Who is that lady? After the game, when he grabbed all the rebounds, who is that lady on the last dance with the short blonde hair that said, Dennis was just a minor co- contribution to the Bulls' success? Who is that idiot? The woman with the blonde hair. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. We're yeah, talk- yeah. She said, she said Dennis was like a minor contribution oh. to the Bulls' success. And I'm going, wait a minute. Who said that? Why is that? piece left in there 20 rebounds a game i mean come on are you kidding me that's why the bulls won because of dennis kept getting the ball and giving it back to jordan or pippen you know what i'm saying well yeah he he was a great defender and he was a great rebounder that he was part of the last three championships i agree with you 100 percent. he came and wrestled and he let our world on fire that's all i gotta tell you then he went back and he let the basketball world on fire (laughs) we're talking with hulk hogan now you were a bad guy at the time right the wcw yeah, but you know the the the, the lines were kind of like shady. You know, they, yeah. I, I was a good guy forever, right. and then after twenty plus years, when I turned into a bad guy, the more evil stuff I did, the more the people cheered me. <laughs> so it kind of blurred the lines, you know. So Dennis fit right in as my compadre, you know, my ride or die. You know what I mean? Right. He was perfect, and the thing was. You know, the one thing I was telling you about Dennis thinking and sometimes being quiet. Oh, yeah. You know, when we were in the ring, ring doing stuff, I was going, oh, my God, I hope this guy's really going to get this and his timing and the placement. And, you know, I really hope he gets it. And, brother, when that light came on and it was go time, he was unbelievable. Right. He was He was on fire. I mean, it brought back so many great memories of that. And I got I to say one thing. I got to say one thing before we go there. Yeah. I was watching TV the other night. And Shaq said, the 90s were the greatest era of basketball ever. Just, and, and it was as was wrestling. You know, when the Monday Night Wars were going on, oh, yeah. you know, instead of, instead of two threes, we were doing like six fives and six sevens, crazy numbers, you know. Um, and Shaq said that, and I just hope people understand that when you go to Michael Jordan and what the sports and the sports entertainment has turned to, into basketball and football. Everybody's stepping up, not only to be a great athlete, but to put an extra pizzazz on the on the stake to be an entertainer. Also, Rodman was a major, major player in making this transition. So all these athletes make these, this crazy money nowadays. Oh, yeah. By the way, Hulk, you were on the cover of Sports Illustrated when? Oh, Jesus. Was that eighty five? Okay, so that was that was mid eighties. And think about yeah. think about the span of your career. Cover of Sports Illustrated mid eighties, uh, throughout the eighties, throughout the nineties. I mean, you had an unbelievable career too. Well, the, the funniest thing is, if because of the WWE network that Vince McMahon has, and just all the you know little things I do here and there, it's like if you were forty years old when I started. You're still alive. You're probably about eighty or eighty-five, and you're you're still a fan. Right. And so there's from the eighty-five-year-old <laughs> all the way down to the the five-year-olds that watch the WWE Network. I think like an eight, seven or eight generation span of fans. It's just crazy. 
Oh, my gosh. And I have to ask you about Andre the Giant before you go, because I had Mandy Patinkin on a few months back. And of course, they did the Princess Bride together. And he said Andre was such a gentle man, but he could drink a a six pack of beer in like 22 seconds. What was he like in real life? Just enormous. Well, first off, the the kindness in this guy's heart was unbelievable. But you have to realize when he did the Princess Bride, he was in major pain. He was in major pain. He was coming up on a back surgery that they would do over in the UK where they made special ta- a special table and tools and all kind of stuff to work on. So when he did that movie, he was in a lot of pain. He did an unbelievable job. But I had I had the first six or seven years were a little rough, you know, when I when I was full of myself and I was real young and I was real big and strong. I kind of like was a little aggressive, and Andre kind of like didn't like me very much. Oh. And it was tough because I'd pull up to the spectrum of the guard and I'd open the door of the car and I'd have to puke before I'd go to, in the building. I'd be so nervous because <laughs> if I knew I had to wrestle him, it was going to be a tough night. <laughs> really? But then he started liking me. And after about seven or eight years, he, we really bonded over in Japan. And we were like close friends. I mean, he the other day on his birthday, I couldn't believe he's been, he died in 93. I went, my God, has, has it been that long since I've seen the boss? Wow. You know, it just blew my mind. I cannot believe he died in 93, but he was a great guy. And if he would have been a mean person, there would have been no other wrestlers around that would even look good or have any championship belts or nothing because we called him the boss for a reason. He was something else. I mean, he towered over you in the ring and you towered over Stallone in Rocky Three. I can't imagine Stallone standing next to Andre the Giant. Well, when I was standing next to Andre and I was younger, I was six foot seven at the time. You know, and he was a legitimate seven two seven three. Oh my gosh! And uh, you know, ever since all oh, the five hundred pound Andre, that's not true. He's never seen it. He's never seen five hundred a day in his life. If he's slim, trim, and in shape, he was about five fifty. Wow! And later on, when he got really sick and the big, huge belly, and he'd get all crooked and bent over, he was sometimes six fifty, six sixty. He was way up there, man. You know, that- so uh, but he was he was a great guy, man. That's awesome. Hulk, it's great to hear your voice, man. You still taking your vitamins? Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. I'm 66, going to be 67. Still got the blonde stash, the blonde fake hair hanging out the side, the bandana on. And I'm still 290 pounds training my butt off, just coming off back surgery number 10. Oh. I didn't get the memo. This stuff was fake, man. I, I, I wish somebody would have given me the memo. Hulk Hogan. Hulk, you're the best. We'll, uh, we'll brother, have... thank you. I just want to let you know that Rodman is... is Chicago's champ, brother. Him and Jordan, I'm telling you, it's. It, I just can't say enough nice things about the guy because I really know what kind of heart he has. Right. He might be a wild child, but oh, yeah. that heart of his is pure, brother. It's gold. I agree with you 100%. Hulk Hogan, everybody. Thank you, Hulk. We'll talk again soon. What you gonna do, brother? He has a chartered plane ready and waiting to whisk him off to some wrestling deal where the scripted action called for him to bust some guy over the head with a chair. Dennis's sideshow, is it a reality check for the Bulls? I think they're all very disturbed, the coaches and the players. Of course, he'll be fine for this latest offense. Rodman faces punishment by the Bulls for missing practice. 